Yarmolenko performance for Ukraine, the Belgians reign on Denmark's parade, and the Dutch are the next team through to the knockout stages. Hello and welcome to Match Day 7 coverage of Euro 2020. My name is Jake Fenner here with Bavarian Podcast Works, here to bring you all of the latest and greatest coming from this tournament. So we start off early in the morning in Bucharest, Romania, with a game between Ukraine and first-timers North Macedonia. We start off in the 29th minute. Off of a corner, Karavayev flicks it with a back heel towards the near post, where Yarmolenko is there to clean it up with a quick tap-in, and the West Ham man scores his second goal of the tournament. Just five minutes later, a pass out to the wing to Yarmolenko. He hits a one-time through ball to Yaramchuk, who slots it home one time by the near post, in the 34th minute to make it 2-0 Ukraine. Then in the 55th minute, after Tchaikovsky's shot hits the upper right corner off of the post, Karavayev tries clearing the ball, but he swings his foot onto the leg of Goran Pandev. The referee calls for a penalty and points to the spot for North Macedonia. Alioski steps up in the 57th minute after a fantastic save from Bouchon, who stared Alioski down and stopped him clearly. He's unable to steer the ball away from Alioski, and Alioski cleans up the rebound, shoots it into the back of the net to make it 2-1, to one, but that is unfortunately all for North Macedonia. They could not find any more. Stats provided to you by Footmob. 52% possession for the Ukrainians to 48 for Macedonia, and every statistic in this game breaks for Ukraine. 3.61 XG to 1.3 for Ukraine, 17 shots to 13 for Ukraine, 15 chances to 9 for Ukraine, 2 big chances to 1 for Ukraine, 390 passes to 336 for Ukraine, 87% passing to 84% passing for Ukraine, 17 shots, 8 on target, 11 inside the box versus 13 shots, 5 on target, and only 4 inside the box. So, Basically, to summarize this up, I was right <laughs> from the very beginning in my preview when I said, jokingly almost, that Yarmolenko was going to have a fantastic uh, tournament and that everybody should keep an eye out for him. I said that partially because he's a West Ham man, but more importantly because Andrei Yarmolenko is the captain and he is a fantastic player for the team. And the other person I told you to look out for is Yoroman Yaramchuk. And guess what? They both have two goals in two games played so far. Yarmolenko adding an assist to his name as well. So this is going to be a fun group going forward. It will be interesting to see how they will perform, Ukraine will, in their next game against Austria, who we will go over in just a little bit. But next, we have a game held in Copenhagen between Denmark and Belgium. There was an important moment in the game around the 10-minute mark where Belgium kicked the ball out of bounds. The players stopped and gave Christian Eriksen a round of applause. More good news coming out for Eriksson. He has been relatively stabilized, but unfortunately he's going to have to have a device put into him, which may or may not limit the 
possibility of him ever playing football again. It will be something that we will have to keep an eye on as most likely the months go on. But before that moment even happened, Yusuf Paulson started the celebration a little bit early after a really sloppy pass from Belgium's denier finds Hoybier, slides it to Paulson. He accurately takes the shot across the goal into the lower left corner. Two minutes in, 1-0 lead for Denmark. And that's how it went throughout the entire rest of the half, but at halftime, Roberto Martinez brings on his big name, his big gun, Kevin De Bruyne, who sat out for the first half. He did not start this game, and this entire game flipped on its head. De Bruyne starting off with helping out the first Belgium goal being scored in the 55th minute after Lukaku breaks free down the wing all the way to the box. He finds De Bruyne, who instead of taking a one-time shot, most likely into the body of Andreas Christensen, he hesitates and then finds an oncoming Torgan Hazard to calmly tap it in to make it 1-1. Then in the 70th minute, a couple of passes along the top of the box from Yuri Tielemans to Eden Hazard. He leaves it off for De Bruyne at the top left of the box. De Bruyne hits a wonderful strike one time into the goal to take the lead. And Belgium, much like their Dutch counterparts who I alluded to, is also off to the round of 16. At least the round of 16 after their two wins, one against Russia, and now this one against Denmark. Now, final game of the day, the Dutch versus Austria, at home for the Dutch at the Johan Cruyff Arena in Amsterdam. 11 minutes in, we get a penalty after Denzel Dumfries is dribbling in the top of the box. He gets spiked on the top of his cleats from David Alaba. Penalty awarded. Depay slots it left calmly but confidently into the back of the net to make it 1-0 for the Netherlands. In the 67th minute, Depay collects a goal kick and sends a beautiful long ball forward to spring Daniel Malin free, who has Dumfries running alongside of him. Sweaty goal ensues. Slide pass from Malin to Dumfries to make it 2 to nothing, and the Dutch are moving on to the round of 16 as well. They are confirmed to go through after their two wins. This is despite Austria holding more possession and completing more passes. Austria had 53% possession to the Dutch's 47. They completed 82% of their passes and had about 430 to the 370 passes that the Dutch had, completing 79% of those. But it all comes down to the XG, as always. 3.1 XG from the Dutch, 0.68 from Austria, 14 shots to 9 for the Dutch. When you consider types of shots, 14 shots, 4 on target, 10 in the box for the Dutch, versus 9 shots, only 1 on target, 6 inside the box for the Austrians. They have a game coming up against Ukraine that will decide whether or not they are able to move on to the round of 16. We will have to keep in tune for that one, but tomorrow we have a big big slate of games going down one in group e two in group d group e starts us off at nine o'clock in the morning from the krestovsky stadium in st petersburg russia sweden taking on slovakia 
early in the morning, 9 a.m. Eastern time on ESPN, as always. Then the noon game for this one, we take a trip west from St. Petersburg to Hamden Park in Glasgow, where Croatia will be taking on the Czech Republic. The Czech Republic already having won one game at Hamden Park, thanks to fantastic goals from Patrick Schick. We will see whether or not they are able to complete that, and then... That brings us to the biggest game of this match day. Arguably, one could say politically the most interesting match for this entire second part of the group stage. England-Scotland at Wembley, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN as always. So that will wrap up Match Day 7 coverage. Thank you all for listening. Please be sure to stay tuned to us by subscribing to us wherever you get your quality audio content. Follow us on Twitter at BavarianFBWorks and be sure to stay tuned with us every day of the week at BavarianFootballWorks.com to read the latest and greatest in our coverage. We will see you all tomorrow.